0: I am excited this morning to be... Well, that's a little hot. Bring it down a little bit. I'm excited this morning to be worshiping together with you guys uh, on Jesus' birthday. And this is a birthday celebration this morning. Notice the balloons. Uh, so we're going to have a good time of fellowship. And, uh, and the kids get a... What do you call that? A party favor. Thank you. A party favor. So kids, actually, if you would come up and go ahead and grab a party favor, uh, go ahead and do that right now. Give you something to... You guys can grab a bag. All the bags are the same, so don't worry. You can just grab a bag. After I said that, he grabs a different bag. They're all all the same. They're all the same, buddy. They're all the same. They're, they're all the same. <laughs> okay. Oh, you just like the bag better? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, those are party favors because you came to Jesus' birthday party. And so as I was beginning to think about what, about this being Jesus' birthday party, I thought to myself, what do you get, Jesus? What do you give, Jesus. It's his birthday, you know, we should come with a gift to give to Jesus on his birthday. And I think in order to, to, to answer the question, what should we give Jesus, I think we should first take a look at what kind of gifts he gives, right? Start there. What kind of gifts does our God and Savior give? Well, James 1.17, if we start with the largest, says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So every good gift is from God. He created everything, and by his word, he sustains it. It's all from him. Which means that all that is hard and painful, wrong and sinful in the world, that's the result of our own rebellion against God. When we sinned and we, brought, we broke creation, all of creation is now marred with, by sin. And all of that's not God, but everything that's good in the world, you know, every beautiful sunrise, every delicious food, every, every amazing friendship, every newborn child, those are all gifts from our God. His goodness knows no end. He is a gift giver. And Ephesians 5.1 tells us that we are to be imitators of God as beloved children. As children imitate their parents, so we are to imitate our Heavenly Father. Our God who gives good gifts, and therefore we give good gifts, is, in, is an imitation of our God. And, it's, and as I was thinking about this, the, the verse came to my mind uh, that as a kid made no sense to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if the, you guys remember this verse from Acts chapter 20. It says, Jesus, uh, it says, now remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive. As a child, I heard that, and I'm like, no way that's true. Right? I love getting gifts. You know, I loved Christmas and getting all those good you know, gifts. Um, but the older I got, the more mature I got in Christ, the more I realized how true that was. How much joy there is in giving. Like, you get, you get so much more joy in giving than you do receiving. You are more blessed to give than to receive. And so, as imitating our God, we give gifts. So as we all go home and we unwrap, unwrap those gifts, I, want, I hope that everything today is a sign pointing us back to our God and Father, who is the, he's, who's the giver of all good gifts. And, you know, that, that remind, so all of the gifts we get today should remind us of how much God loves us and how many gifts he's lavished upon us. And Christmas Day itself, that it should remind us of the greatest gift of all, which is Jesus himself. That's the greatest gift. The greatest act of love was sending his own son, Jesus, into the world to save us from our sins. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the results of work, so that no one may boast. It is the gift of God, Scripture says. We didn't do anything to earn it. We didn't ask for it. God just says, here's a gift, right? Jesus is a gift from God. And one that I hope every single one of you have opened and appreciated and enjoyed. Because our sin has brought us under God's judgment. He is, and, and he is a perfect and righteous judge who must punish sin. But he is also perfectly loving and gracious and kind. And in Second Peter 3.9 it says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach Repentance. God does not delight in our judgment. He desires that all would come to repentance, and so that's why we, we, we see the verses like, God, uh, like John 3:16, where Jesus said, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life." He didn't leave us in our own sin, and under that judgment He could have. He had every right to just leave us there, but in His love, He gave. God loved, and so He gave. He gave the greatest gift he could possibly give, and it was himself. Scripture says that that's the greatest act of love that anyone can do. John 15, 13 says, and this is Jesus, saying, greater love has no one than this, that some way, someone laid down his life for his friends. That's the greatest act of love that anyone can do, is to give your life for a person. And Jesus did this. God's only son came and lived the perfect life that we could not live, died the death we deserve, taking all of that sin and punishment upon himself. And then three days later, he rose from the dead, conquering sin, death, and hell, that we might have forgiveness of sin. That was the greatest act of love, the greatest gift he could have given. So now that we know how Jesus loves and what kind of gifts that Jesus gives, so how do we answer the question? What kind of gift do we give Jesus? And the answer is, is you give Jesus you. You give Jesus you. We're all called to respond in the same kind of love that, that Jesus showed us, right? He modeled it, and we are to, re, to, to, to follow after him. Luke 9.23 says, and, and uh, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. This is Jesus saying, if you want to follow me, this is what it looks like. In Romans 12.1, he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, my, by my mercies, By the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. We're to love God with the same kind of love that he loved us. And he laid down his life for us. And so our gift back to God is laying down our life for him. Right, that looks like taking up our cross daily. the The cross was a was a form of execution, and when you saw someone walking with their cross, because they would carry their own cross to the to the site of the execution, and that was a, you knew that was a dead man walking, you know, or or the or the sacrifice, you know, you, they would they would the priest would offer sacrifices to God, and it was a one you know that, that, that animal died right there, but we are to be a living sacrifice, an ongoing day after day sacrifice to God, where we lay our desires down. We deny ourself and we follow after God. That is our gift back to God. And the crazy thing is, is that it doesn't stop there. That's how we respond to God, but we're also called to respond to others in the same way. Because remember, he says that no greater love is there than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. And so we don't need to physically die to bring that, that, that verse to, to life. Because Philippians 2, three says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others more significant than yourselves. So it means, means putting our own desires down, our own wants and our own preferences, and giving deference to other people. And saying, so I, I, I disagree with you, but I'm going to go with you on this. I'm going I'm I'm to go, uh, go with what, the way you want to do this. I'm going to put you first before me. And when you do that, you're, you're doing that. You're, you are laying your own life down for the sake of others, to, to love that person like Jesus loves us. And so a couple, a couple takeaways here. The first is that we imitate our God. We are to imitate God. And he is a giver of gifts. He is a, he is a gift giver. And that's why on Christmas we give gifts. We imitate our God. And, and all of the, everything we do on Christmas should be pointing us back to God, the gift giver, who desired a relationship with us. And so as we give gifts and, and lavish love on, on our, our friends and our family, uh, it, it, should, it should draw us near uh, to each other and to God as it points back to God. Second is that we love, let us love like God loves. Give yourselves to your families and to one another. Our time and attention. Consider others more important than yourselves. That's the best Christmas present you can give your family. I mean, you, could, you can give really expensive toys, but if you don't give your, your family your time and attention, that's all they really want. That's all that, that will really matter t- 20 years from now is whether or not you gave yourself to your family. All the gifts in the world, it won't make up for that. That's, that's, the, love, that's the most loving gift you can give your family. And the third and final takeaway here is that ultimately, I hope that you've g- opened up that gift of Jesus. <laughs> That was given to, to us, all every one of us. It's given to you this morning. Jesus laid down his life that we may have forgiveness of sins and eternal life, and he's calling you to love him back with that same kind of love to lay down your life that you might follow after him. So let's go to God in prayer. Lord my God, I just pray that as we celebrate uh, the rest of this day, as we open gifts and we have uh, meals together uh, and spend time together, all of it, Lord, I pray, would be honoring to you, pointing us back to you, the giver of all good gifts, uh, and, and of course, the greatest gift of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that, that would, our focus would not fall off of that. And I just pray that as we, as we continue in our last uh, worship song together, I pray that you have done a, a work in us this morning to, to cause us to be joyous, Lord, to be thankful, and to just sing your praises heartfeltly. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So before we, before we get started start on that last song, uh, in every single one of the kids' bags, there was a noisemaker, a little trumpet, okay? And so this is a birthday party for Jesus, and so I want to wish him a happy birthday so what we're going to do all the kids all the kids together we're going to we're going to yell happy birthday jesus and then i want you to make as much noise as you can with those trumpets okay all right you guys ready for this all right we're going to do it nice and loud on the count of three like i said all together and then the noisemaker so we're going to say happy birthday jesus first then the noisemaker okay you guys ready yours is broken here (laughs) he got a bad bag Oh, my. I can't find it. There's not that much stuff in here. Why can't I find it? There it is. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. Here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Jesus! Make as much noise! Yeah! <laughs> All right. We're going to... We're going to sing one more song together, guys. Okay,